So, this is Nathan, obviously, if you're listening to this. Um, I've decided to change this podcast just from some random bullshit that I pull out of my head to uh, me talking about depression. And uh, as someone that deals with depression on a daily basis, and... I know most people that deal with depression obviously not know they're alone, but when you have depression, you you don't really have any other way to explain it as to f- say you, you feel alone, and I don't know, maybe if I talk about this some more, not only will it help me understand it a little bit more and come to terms with it a little bit better than I have been but maybe someday I don't know maybe it'll help one of you guys and I'd like to uh, I don't know guess start off with some of the symptoms that come along with depression that have nothing to do psychologically but since I became depressed I think it started off about a year after my parents got divorced I was uh, seven when they got divorced and I got to witness it firsthand along with my sister and I get I guess that, that was a really big blow it's uh, caused a lot of mental issues that I can hide pretty well but again hiding it (laughs) is another symptom of that depression and I guess my depression is a little bit self-induced in the way of uh, how I react and how I think about things and I don't really have much self-esteem and I can't even tell nowadays if it's from the depression or if my uh, self-esteem was lowered due to what I do uh, taking myself down a couple pegs I don't know maybe it's just me going crazy maybe it was other people because I don't know after, after my parents got divorced I guess a part of me dealing with it was eating a lot and I gained quite a fair bit of weight and I got teased quite a bit in school but I dealt with it and dealing with it as a fat kid uh, dealing with being fat being treated by other kids that aren't fat is uh, it's a little hard call you names they uh beat you up basically do everything they can to uh make you realize you hate your fucking life and uh well i'm going to end up having a fucking little wave of depression talking about this shit damn um well okay instead of me throwing this all over the place let's uh do this, I guess, for 
from peg one. Okay, so um, when I was five, my uh, grandfather passed away, and I loved him a lot, still do. Every day that goes by, I uh, think to myself what it would be like if he was still here. And um, when I was five, he was he was like a, a hero to me. I looked up to him so much, and uh, knowing that he died a couple hours after I visited him, and the only reason why we I didn't get to see him die was because my parents decided we, me and my sister shouldn't see it, even though... Quite frankly, I think it it would have done a lot more good. Would have helped me put things in perspective a little bit better. But uh, my mom didn't want me to see it more than anything. And she made my dad drive me and my sister home because they knew it was going to happen soon. And about halfway home from the cottage, he passed away. And uh, he passed away due to cancer from smoking so lung cancer and it wasn't that it wasn't like instant death it i i can only assume how painful it was because the way he died he died choking on his own blood due to the fact that it he was bleeding out his nose and out his mouth to the point where he suffocated because blood was coming out. And I I think about that to this day. And I, I know it was from smoking. And for some reason I can't stop myself from smoking. And okay, let's not segue to that. Um, when I went to the funeral, I was... I was devastated. Our whole family was there. And I know everyone deals with grief in their own way, but I was I was 5 and I I didn't know how else, how else to deal with it being so young and innocent not knowing a lot of things in the world. And all I could do was cry due to how much I loved him. And I, I, I still regret and neglect a lot of my family for the fact that they kicked me out of the out of the church during the funeral because uh, I was crying so loud. My dad actually had to take me out of the church and take me in the car and let me drive a little on his while I was on his lap just to. Uh, Stop me from crying and uh, hurts me to uh, know my fa- own family did that. Oh shit, this hurts. Um, so that was I <laughs> was that was when I was five, and two years later, when I was seven, my my parents got divorced. I remember coming home from school. And seeing 
nobody in the living room or the kitchen. And me and my sister went upstairs and my parents were arguing and my dad was packing up his suitcase. And I, I remember distinctly me and my sister asking what was going on and we didn't really get an answer. They just kept arguing. And sorry about that. I dropped my phone. Um, and all I can remember is me and my sister sitting on uh, on my parents' bed, which is kind of a little messed up. And uh, we watched, crying and holding each other with nothing to do but watch our family fall apart. Oh, fuck. Um, and, uh... Oh, shit, that's a lot of repressed stuff. And, um... Oh, I might, I might need not, I might need to stop doing this podcast. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, let's continue this like I'm talking to myself. Um, okay. And, uh, after that, I was, uh, very lost as to, uh, if that, if that can happen to my family, what, uh, what stops that from happening to anybody? And as a child, I grew up and, uh, wasn't really reassured about a lot of things. My, uh, dad stayed in Brampton for, uh, roughly a year and a half after that, renting basement apartments while trying to pick himself back up and uh of course every other weekend uh me and my sister would go visit him and it was it was a little screwed up because how can how can she, I know my mom is my mom but she has me for a week a weekend and then a week and then he has me for 2 days it's I drifted even further away from my dad than I already was when he was at home. He worked a lot. I didn't I didn't get to see him. And every single time I did see him, I craved attention to see him and for him to interact with me and beat my father and that's kind of hard when he's got two kids and his brother living beside him and my cousins it was uh i guess quite hard for all of us mind you my mom did go through a lot because my dad was a little screwed up in his ways he was uh very self-centered and as most self-centered people are they don't realize it and uh they feel like they're the victim when they're actually hurting others. And 
I feel sorry for my mom because she had to go through with that firsthand. But I don't think my parents will ever fully understand what I psychologically went through. And uh, eventually it came to the point where my mom and my dad couldn't even talk or see each other anymore. And my dad moved all the way over to uh, Port Elgin, which for those of you who don't know where that is, it's roughly a good two and a half hour drive from Brampton to Port Elgin. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's, it's a beautiful place, but uh, the minute he moved there, I just, I felt deep inside that, uh, well, I guess I realized deep inside that, uh, my, my dad is going to be gone from my life for a long period of time for the rest of my life. He's going to drift in and out and it hurt a lot because I was like eight or nine a lot of people say, you know what, it's normal for parents to split up. It's a big percent of uh, population now for people to have a divorce. And I, I really can't understand how people can do that to their kids or to themselves, in fact, because as, as my mom raising me and my sister by herself and f pushing herself to get a job and raise us better as a mother, even better than she was, pushed her to be stronger. And I'm glad she is who she is and she came up the way she was brought up because without her, I don't think I'd be the person I am today. But... At the same time, I've been watching my dad fall apart from day one. And now as, as I go on with my life, I see me falling into the same category as my dad. And I, I don't want to be my dad because he... Not only is he almost... He disappoints me to the point where I don't want him to be my dad anymore. And it hurts me to think that and say it. But it's the truth. And as his son, I know that one day I will be him. But I'm hoping that 50% of my mom kicks in more than the 50% of my dad in me. Due to the fact that I don't want to be like him and I know the more I try to not be like him I see myself becoming him and it hurts me to know that and I'm afraid to uh, tell most of the people this in my life due to the fact that I'm kind of ashamed of it and 
I oh fuck. I don't treat myself that well. I um I tend to pick apart every single thing I do to the point where if I have time alone where I can think it usually turns into me thinking about everything I say, everything I do, critiquing it and picking apart to the point where I hate myself. And that's where the self-induced depression comes from. But that also comes from the lower self-esteem that I have because of other people making fun of me as a fat kid and me not really being the most popular person in school because I don't like confrontation. I don't like talking to people that uh, I know don't understand who I am and uh, I, I have troubles meeting new people. But as I've gotten older and gone on through time, I've been able to just put on a fake face. And uh, e even if I feel like shit, I'll go to work. And if someone talks to me, I'll act like there's nothing wrong with my life. And that I don't want to tell them to shut the fuck up before I cut their throat. Just because I'm in a pissy mood or that I feel like shit. I'll just say whatever I need to say to make them happy, to make them feel important, to make them go away. And I guess in a, in a way that helps me get along with my get on with my life, but it also uh shades the line kind of hides it from me from uh to the point where who I am and who I really am, that line just kind of blurs. And uh, I've been uh, going through a lot of things due to it. Um, I didn't have my uh, first girlfriend until I was uh, 18, I do believe. And uh, that, that was one of the greatest things that I've ever had was uh, someone that I genuinely thought cared about me and uh, someone I genuinely wanted to take care of and I was with her for about a month and a half and I don't really know what happened I probably the same thing that always happens I'm an idiot and I stopped being able to uh, show who I really am due to the fact that I don't know who I really am. And she drifted apart from me while I didn't really drift from her because she was continuously who she was. And uh, she broke up with me. And that that kind of hurt that uh, hurt a lot because 
it wasn't even 24 hours before she broke up with me she said she loved me and i to this day still can't understand how someone can say they love them the day before they break up with them because i guess it's one of those things where it's if you love them let them go but it it hurts because i've been uh kind of pushed around and hurt a lot through life due to my own parents love and I guess that kind of forms how I am in in a relationship I, I don't really understand it so it's even harder for me to explain it but um, let's continue off without where I was before that um, and uh, going through high school was even worse because not only is it there's not really a populars group uh nerdy group or anything like that there are those groups but it's not distinctive and it's not to the point where you you can go to a table and everybody be looking at you just because it just because you you don't have people to sit with it didn't happen like that high school people didn't really give a shit about each other it was just i'm here to get through this so I can get on with my life, get the fuck out of my way kind of thing. And yeah, people made friends along the way and that's great. But for me, it was kind of hard because I'm not really the type of person that likes to blend. So I kind of stuck with the same friends and didn't reach beyond that group. So I was an outcast. And I guess the easy target in high school, I got picked on quite a bit. And, uh, I guess that didn't help my, uh, depression situation, but I graduated on time. I went to my classes for the majority of them, uh, the ones that didn't extremely bore me and the teachers that were actually good teachers I respected, but teachers that didn't know what they were doing and just bullshitted their way through it, I made sure that they knew that I knew that their life was bullshit, and I made it clear that I wanted to make their life a living hell, and I did, to the point where I was suspended a couple times and had frequent visits to the principal's office but came to the point where the principal understood what I was thinking and what I was saying and my guidance counselor helped me uh, get into better classes the next years and with teachers that I actually respected and could learn from so that was good uh, other than that high school was pretty much high school um, I did fail two classes, but I made sure I graduated on time, which I'm grateful for because uh, there's a lot of the people that were in the group that I did hang out with because I thought they were my real friends, but turns out they weren't. They uh, used me quite a bit, looking back on it now, and uh, none of them graduated on time. and. I'm glad I drifted away from that group and pulled away to the point where I could 
analyze what I was doing wrong and fix it. Um, sorry for the pause there. I'll turn off the TV so I'm not uh, distracted. Um, and uh, during high school, I was in co-op, which is uh, a program where you can earn credits for working at a job. And whether they pay you or not is up to them. It's You can get paid if the company offers, but you're not allowed to ask for it. And I went in to uh, a lighting store, which was a family-owned lighting store in Brampton. And they took me in. And they had me working in warehousing. And I started off and... Even that wasn't the greatest situation to be in. Uh, I was getting credits, but I wasn't getting paid, so I was working for free. And there was a couple workers there that uh, treated me like shit, needless. And uh kind of sucked, because one time, I don't know, this, this one kind of hurt a little um one of the workers but uh we, we had a fridge at work in in the break room and i had my lunch bag in there and in my lunch bag one of them wrote a note saying your mom's hot, you dirty little faggot, go home and jerk off, and, uh, I didn't eat my lunch that day, so I didn't notice, and I brought my backpack home that night, and put my lunch bag in the fridge, and my mom emptied out my lunch bag, and, uh, throw out the sandwich and made me a new lunch and I can only assume she saw that note and I didn't see it until the next day and it, it kind of hurt because I didn't fully understand why I deserve that at all. I'm not gay. I'm I try to be respectful. I don't say things to people that would hurt their feelings unless I genuinely don't like them and I genuinely want to hurt them. But other than that, I, I don't really, I didn't really say anything at work that would hurt anybody. I didn't kiss ass. I did my job the way I was supposed to. I did work extra hard due to the fact that I wasn't getting paid and I wanted to get paid and I took a lot of extra hours not only so I could meet my my quota for my co-op program but so that they could see my initiative to want money and to want my job and after that they started paying me and because they started paying me I didn't slow down I continued to uh, increase my my workload and my job efficiency and 
before I start, I started getting paid. They, uh, the company actually used me. Um, couple of their employees quit, and then one of them said something to another employee, which was the boss's, I guess, little bum buddy, and um, he wouldn't apologize for it, and the boss fired him on the spot, and I had to work alone for the rest of the day. And uh, not only for the rest of the day, but for uh, the rest of the month, I was pretty much alone in the warehouse, not getting paid, working as a co-op student. And after a little while, they decided, hey, this kid's been here. He knows everything here. Let's make him train employees to do his job. And they had me training people for free. And... I know to the employer it doesn't look like that bad of a thing, but it kind of made me feel like shit because it's, hey, I've been here long enough to know everything that you're having me train somebody that doesn't know anything about it, and you're going to pay him, but you won't pay me for teaching him how to do it. And it it hurt a bit. kind of made me feel like they didn't give a shit about me. And, uh... Um, I didn't mean anything to the company at all. And, uh, after that semester of co-op, it was summertime, so I was out of school, and that that was the end of grade 11 for me. And, uh, I worked there during the summer, and they paid me the whole time. And a couple of my friends needed jobs, and I got them jobs there. Needless to say, one of them stopped showing up around same time school started back up for uh, grade 12 for me and he just stopped showing up and he quit like that so that kind of made my reputation look like shit and um kind of sucks because I referred him and I, I don't know I thought he was a good friend and I thought he had a little bit of morals behind himself but obviously not and uh, he just stopped showing up. And because I referred him, that kind of made me look like, hey, I could do the same thing because look who I hang out with. And kind of made it look like I don't hold myself at work as well as I did. And then um, co-op started back up again for me because I signed up so it would be co-op summer co-op. So the first semester of grade 12, I was co-op again. And this time, they decided to pay me while I was doing co-op. And while I was there, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the best jobs. I've, well, I've only had two jobs. This one and that one. Um, and it, it was, I loved it. I hated a lot of people there, but I could deal with it to the point where it was professional 